a week and a half ago on our show, we were talking with just two of the 55 consultants at Sligo University Hospital who put their names to a letter criticising facilities and conditions at the hospital, expressing concern at the situation from a health and safety point of view. And they'd gone on to meet directly with the Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly, on the issue. Uh, Dr. Anya Burke and Dr. Stephen Davitt were on our show defending their decision to go public on what they said was a very important matter. I mean, I'm extremely proud to work in this hospital. Uh, you know, I work with fantastic people. The staff in this hospital are second to none. Um, but the facilities that we work in are not up to scratch. I feel it's our duty, if we see this, that we need to say something about it. We have been saying it through the sale to channels. That hasn't worked. And we've resorted to trying to get the, the word out by the minister. Well, the issue was raised at yesterday's meeting of Sligo County Council by Independent Councillor Declan Bree, who's also a member of the Regional Health Forum, who commended the consultants for going public on the matter and said that it added to fears that there has been a deliberate downgrading of Sligo Hospital underway for some time. Uh, Councillor Bree, good morning to you. Good morning, uh, And thanks for joining us. And you think, quite obviously, people, if they haven't, should be sitting up and take notice when 55 consultants go public on a matter like this. Certainly, and, and, and I felt it was only right that the council representing the people of this community should comment and, 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 and uh, support the, the consultants in their, in their efforts to improve facilities at the hospital because the reality is that uh, what 50-odd consultants sending off emails to the minister and to, to our office members, it's unprecedented and it reflects the deep concern they share uh, regarding the continuing failure of the government and the Minister for Health to provide the hospital with the resources it requires. Uh, because of the government's continued failure to provide resources, the hospital doesn't have adequate staff, it doesn't have the necessary diagnostic medical equipment it requires and because of the lack of sufficient beds as everyone in this community knows, it doesn't have the ability to absorb the number of patients who consistently end up lying on trolleys Uh, 10 years ago we know there were 318 beds in the hospital and today, according to the most recent figures from the HSE, there are 288 beds in the hospital and uh, as I said yesterday and as you say, there, there, there is a view in the community now and there is an opinion that there is some type of attempt by the government to deliberately downgrade a Sligo University hospital. Uh, a bed occupancy of 85% is generally considered to be the limit at which hospitals are able to work safely and effectively. However, we do know that Sligo University Hospital has consistently had an average bed occupancy rate of an excess of 100%. And, and, and this is clearly shocking and unacceptable. And it puts huge pressure on nurses and doctors who must be at their wits end trying to cope. Uh, and as everyone in this community knows, Sligo has already lost its cancer service, it has lost its cat lab service, and the consultants have highlighted the fact that there is a shortage of medical equipment in the hospital, there's a shortage of staff, there's a shortage of beds, and we all know the accident and emergency department is consistently under sustained pressure. And now it, it, it's been three and a half years since planning permission was granted for the construction of the 42-bed extension at the hospital, and yet there has been no indication from government as to when the funding might be provided to allow construction to commence. And, you know, 
given the failure of the government to address the crisis in the hospital, it's obvious that morale must be very low among the consultants and doctors and nurses who work there. And that, that the fact that so many consultants have appealed directly to the minister and, and to the government, is, it's, it's a clear indication of the, the level of desperation among the staff. And uh, in this mm. context, I, I, you know, I really did feel that the, the council should commend the consultants for highlighting the unacceptable conditions for patients and staff at the hospital. And I also felt that, that we as representatives of the people of County Sligo should add our support to the medical and nursing staff by calling on the government and on those TDs who voted for the Taoiseach to take the necessary steps to, to ensure that Sligo University Hospital is provided with the diagnostic medical equipment it needs for patient care, the necessary assistance it requires so as to recruit additional uh, and sufficient staff, and, and, and the resources it requires to, to end the, the, the chronic overcrowding in the hospital. And, and Niall, I was very pleased that my motion received the, the unanimous support of councillors at, at yesterday's meeting. Okay. I, I, it's been suggested, when, when this matter was raised in the Dáil last week, there was a suggestion from at least one TD that the, the health service being provided in this region, and you'll know uh, how, how this region works because of your membership of the, the Regional Health Forum, that it, it's, it's too Galway-centric and that places like Sligo are being ignored. Is, is that I, I don't go down that route at all. I think it's trying to play off one 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 part of the the, 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 the region against another. It's because of the lack of resource and the lack of funding pro- provided by the Minister for Health and by this government. Let's point the finger at those who are to blame. Sluggy University Hospital has a critical role to play in terms of providing acute hospital services to the people of this region. However, as we, had, as we know, that the consultants have highlighted the fact that there's just one single CT scanner in the hospital. And, you know, whatever, whenever that's out of order or being serviced, no CAT scans can, can be carried out in patients and the entire system is backed up. You know, it sounds more like a hospital in a third world country than a hospital in Western Europe. And likewise, the MRI scanner, which, which I understand has, has seen its best days, when it breaks down, it means patients who are urgently awaiting essential scans, patients who may have had a, a suspected stroke, cannot be diagnosed. And of course, Niall, when a hospital is being starved of resources, it certainly will not help in terms of recruiting staff. Uh, the hospital is losing staff and it's clearly finding it difficult to recruit new staff, whether consultants, doctors or nurses. And this puts additional pressure on existing staff. Uh, staff, who I must say, are, are second to none and, and do their utmost to look after patients in, in very trying circumstances. So, Niall, we now need to see the government, the Minister of Health, and those TDs who voted for the Taoiseach taking the necessary steps to ensure that the hospital is provided with the diagnostic and medical equipment it needs, the necessary assistance it requires to recruit sufficient staff and the resources it needs to end the chronic overcrowding in the hospital. We've had enough promises and false dawns and I think we now need to see action and we need to see the government deliver on its promises.